Welcome to the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. It was the first day of the school year in the upcoming month of August. Little Johnny, whose parents were ultra-liberal, progressive, woke Democrats, had been telling their son, a human child born six years prior, as a male, because the doctor proclaimed it on the legal, lawful, official document known as the birth certificate. Using his years and years of medical training, biological analysis, and powers of observation. When little Johnny was born, he came out of his mother's womb and was declared a boy by the doctor. Why? Well, because Johnny had a penis and the other accoutrements that come along with being a male child. The umbilical cord was cut and tied. He was placed in a blanket, a nice yellow neutral color, and on the birth certificate, the doctor said, boy, male, Caucasian. The mother, Caucasian, the father, Caucasian, registered Johnny with the sex other, other, when registering him for the Los Angeles public school system. Other, scientifically, medically, biologically, physiologically, DNA, chromosome makeup, all of the science that we've been urged to follow indicates that there are only two genders. Male, those humans born with a penis. Female, those humans born with a vagina. What is it, one out of 13 or 14 million might have both? Then you check with the chromosomal makeup, XX or XY, and that determines the sex, the gender of the child. There are indeed scientifically, medically, physiologically, biologically, by any metric, there are only two genders in the human species, the human race. Johnny's mother is a whack job. She's a nut. She's on more mind-altering prescription medications than you can shake a stick at, not to mention the illicit drugs that she and her partner, her husband, for lack of a better term, have been doing for the majority of their adult lives. She calls herself bisexual. Bi meaning two. Male and female is her preference for sexual activity. She doesn't think she is two genders. She just prefers both genders when it comes to sex, when it comes to sexual activity. Her female, her boyfriend rather, has recently been identifying as a female because, well, he's weird, he's strange, aberrant behavior, aberrant lifestyle. His parents didn't love him very well, or very much. She was a rebellious teenager. She got knocked up. How? A male 
impregnated her with his penis in her vagina. Because that is truly the only way a human being can become pregnant. Male sperm into the female womb. Two women, two vaginas cannot get together and make a baby. Two men sword fighting, penis on penis, cannot make a baby. No matter what hole penis is inserted in, in another male, a male, a biological human man, cannot get pregnant, cannot have a baby. A female cannot impregnate another female unless she gets out a turkey baster, obtains semen from a what? A male, because you can't get semen from a female. It's not physically, medically, biologically, physiologically possible. Now these two freak shows have raised a baby. It's apparent that they didn't abort the child, at least not successfully, because the child lives and is now being registered for school for the upcoming 2022-2023 school year, kindergarten, where hopefully the child will go to a public school and learn his ABCs, his numbers, basic addition, basic subtraction, colors, the difference between a dog and a cat, and hopefully the difference between a man and a woman. Unfortunately, in the year 2022, this child has no chance of being educated normally, traditionally, because the teachers in Los Angeles and many other Democrat-controlled cities, states, school systems, etc. around the country, don't teach those basic, fundamental, rudimentary items to children anymore. Little Johnny who has exhibited some effeminate behavior on occasion. Apparently, once or twice, he said, Mommy, can I try the lipstick? And the mommy said, Sure. I like it. It makes my lips pretty. Oh, my son expressed a desire to become a woman. No, he didn't. He said he liked the red lipstick on his lips. Perhaps Johnny was eating a snow cone or a flavored ice pop, since I don't want to get sued by talking about sickles made from pop. Maybe he liked that the, the fact that one day his lips were blue when he ate the blue bubblegum flavor, or that his lips were cherry red when he ate the artificial cherry flavor. That doesn't mean the kid wants to remove his penis and his testicles and carve a slit where those two items used to be three items, two types of items, and fashion a false vagina, and go through painful hormone replacement therapy, and gender reassignment surgery, and treatments, and follow-ups. What child should even know that such things exist? Johnny is a kindergarten child, a baby not much older than a toddler or an infant. 
but because his wacko nutjob six sadistic parents were not happy children themselves growing up, because his twisted sick sadistic father and mother have some twisted disgusting aberrant freakish notion that there are more than two genders or you can just simply flip the script and change genders willy-nilly these individuals are going to try to register their child as a non-binary or heaven forbid as a girl because the parents don't conform to normal reasonable biological science that they were just a year ago begging people to follow the science and take the jab of some injection that was being called falsely a vaccine they don't want to follow the science now following the science doesn't go with their liberal progressive woke obscene freakish mindset so they're going to try to put little Johnny into kindergarten as little Janie or something to that effect and we're supposed to simply accept it and all the other little boys and all the other little girls are supposed to simply accept this freakish strange oddity and accept him into their peer group as if there's nothing abnormal as if there's nothing at all wrong with him pretending to be a girl so I put it to you now as I've put it to you in the past what if little Johnny's parents tomorrow decided to let him come to school buck naked and allow him to walk on all fours and bark like a dog or meow like a kitten or moo like a cow or neigh like a horse, or bat like a sheep. I'm sure the liberal progressive woke nut jobs would say, well, that's different because he's saying he's not human. And we don't allow animals to roam around the public schools and that animals somehow are incapable of learning their ABCs when it's not convenient for them and you point out something just as odd, just as strange, just as freakish, so, just something just as aberrant as trying to pretend you are a girl when you are a boy, they get mad, they get angry, they become incensed. They start calling you a bigot or worse, they start telling you you're being ridiculous. Asking the school system, and indeed every student of that system, every teacher in that system, every cafeteria worker, every school administrator, every janitor, every security person, every other student, every parent of every other student, to simply look at this little boy and say, no, we want him to be identified as a girl. It is our right as parents to identify little Johnny as little Janie. And that's just supposed to be okay, because to do otherwise would be damaging to little Johnny's psyche. What about the psyche of the other 30 students in the classroom who have to now be explained 
in a polite, caring, loving, and accepting fashion the lie that somehow Johnny is now Janie. Johnny can never be Janie. Sure, he could change his name legally. He can lie on some government documents and claim to be a female. But could I get away as a 59-year-old Caucasian heterosexual male? Could I get away tomorrow with identifying as a 15-year-old boy and go horn dog around a high school? Or let's say I want to be a 13-year-old boy and go horn dog around a junior high because I identify as a teenage boy? How far do you think I would get away with? I'm doing the same exact thing. I'm pretending to be something that I'm not. If I pretend to be a 13-year-old boy and register myself as such with a local high school or junior high school so that I can perv on little teenage girls. Oh, but that's different, Steve. You have to understand. You don't have the right to do that. But little Johnny's parents have the right to call him a girl and register him as a girl and let him pee in the girl's bathroom. Who knows, little Johnny might be an advanced six-year-old. Perhaps his hormones have already kicked in. Perhaps he likes looking at little girl parts. And so that's why he's pretending to be a little girl. So he, at age six, can go and perv on the little girls in kindergarten. What about a 10-year-old boy who just suddenly decides he'd rather wear a dress? What about a 14-year-old boy who says, gee, I want to look at the naked girls in the shower at high school. I'll identify as a girl this semester. That way I can go into the girls' showers and see all the naked girls I want. And if I get an erection, well, I'll just say that's my giant lady part sticking out. You see how sick and twisted that sounds? But it's not sick and twisted for the parents of little Johnny to want to identify their child as a girl when he is plainly, clearly, medically, biologically, physiologically, chromosomally, a boy, a male human child. And what of the child who wants to go to school as a goat or a cow or a horse or a dog or a chicken for that matter? Does he or she not have the same right to identify as something else? What if a sophomore in high school, disillusioned with the fact that he's not getting great grades, decides tomorrow to identify as a straight A student? Under this sick, twisted mentality in 2022 of the liberal progressive woke Democrats, he should be able to identify as a straight A student. He should be able to identify as valedictorian of his class. He should be able to identify as highly intelligent, get all the same scholarships, because after all, we're not supposed to give things based on merit anymore. Not merit. You should not give someone a scholarship because they got straight A's. Everyone should get a scholarship. It should be equal, right? Well, what about short guys like me who wanted a basketball scholarship? I asked my coach, could I have a scholarship to go to a college? He told me, take it up with the college. When I talked to the colleges, they said, well, wait a minute, you're short. I said, so is Spud Webb. Okay, well, we're going to let you try out and see if you earn a scholarship. I don't want to earn it. I want it handed to me. 
I want it handed to me, like certain 13% AA hyphenated American minorities simply get things handed to them. Welfare, food stamps, Social Security, Section 8 housing. You mean all I have to do now is identify as poor? I guess I could quit my job. Let's see, six figures versus nothing. But I could identify as poor. I could identify as broke. I could identify as a minority. I know. I'll go and identify as a transgendered, who used to be a female, who is now a male, but yet homosexual, African-American slash Latino. Hang on a minute. i got to finish this out. I'll go down to the welfare, the Social Security, the WIC, the food stamp, the Section 8. I will identify as all of those things so that I can get a paycheck from the government each month without having to work for it. Do you see how silly that sounds? Do you see how sick, twisted, and demented that sounds? But this is the kind of garbage that's coming out of Joe Biden, Camel Toe Harris, naughty, nasty, Nazi Nancy Pelosi, Chuckles the Clown Schumer, Adam Schiff, Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker, Ilhan Omar, Alexandria Horseface Cortez, Maxine Waters, Sheila Jackson Lee, and all of the other progressive, liberal, woke Democrats, and even out of the nut job socialist Bernie Sanders. He can't even be honest with himself and identify as a Democrat. He tries to make everyone think he's an independent, but he has yet to ever vote on a Republican piece of legislation because he is a Democrat. He's just like little Johnny, though. He wants people to think he's an independent. But when he pulls down his pants, all he's got is a Democrat dangler. That is what I'm talking about, my friends. So when little Johnny goes to school in the fall, we're supposed to respect his right to believe that he is a girl somehow. His sick, twisted parents, with the help of the school system, will likely start him on some sort of hormone therapy to try and keep his testosterone levels down so that in the hopes his little penis will shrivel up and go away. But you can't fool Mother Nature. The chromosomes do not lie. The biology does not lie. You can whack your pecker off right now and throw it out into the garbage disposal. Mangle it into a million pieces. Take your testicles and throw them in the lake. Get a plastic surgeon to fashion a phony vagina. You can get titty implants. Can I say that? Yes, I can. This is a podcast. You can get breast implants. You can grow your hair long. You can look like an ugly woman. Like Bruce Jenner. Who many people now call Caitlyn Jenner. But he's still Bruce Jenner. He's still a dude. He still has his package. He never got it cut off. He's not that committed to this lunacy. 
But he wants everyone to think he's a woman. You can tape Mr. Johnson between your ass cheeks, wear a pair of women's panties that does not make you a female, Bruce. When you fail as a male, you must remain a failed male. You can't become a female. Like this idiot swimmer, Leah. He's still a dude. He still has his penis and his testicles. He can suck down as much estrogen as he wants. He's still a dude. The Department of Education in the United States of America this week has announced a proposal based on different weirdo freak factions in our country demanding, and they're, they're looking into this, they're actually looking into this. These women's and these freakish parents groups want free, F-R-E-E, -E, tampons to be distributed in the public school systems and also in the private school systems throughout the country that receive federal funding. Free tampons. Okay, I can see it. Little Susie catches her first monthly by surprise. She doesn't want to bleed through her little white pants. She needs a tampon. I can understand. You go to the school nurse, you're embarrassed, you got a red stain. Nurse, nurse Cratchit, I need a, a tampon. Look, I made a mess. Oh, I'm so sorry, dear. Didn't your mother ever have this talk with you? No, my mother's in men's prison. What? Yeah, she, you know, transgender crap. Anyway, I don't like my mom. I don't like my dad. I don't like my life, you know. So, but could I please have a tampon? I can understand that. A mini pad, a maxi pad, a tampon. An old rag from the mechanic shop that they used to plug the carburetors in the car. Something. I can understand that. But these proposals now that are going to go before Congress are that Sorry about that. One of the hazards of doing the Truth Hurts program from the front seat of the old F-250 is occasionally the cell phone rings and interrupts things. The proposal I was speaking about, a woman, a woman's group actually, I think that's what they're calling themselves, which is kind of odd. Why don't they call themselves a multi-gendered group, is petitioning Congress to require free tampon dispensers in all public school bathrooms, boys' rooms, girls' rooms, and even in those transgender bathrooms. Oh, I can see it now. Young mischievous males who know that they are boys will start taking those tampons and using them for God knows what. And if the teachers dare to say, oh, you shouldn't be doing that, that that is reserved for menstruating people, you mean girls? Well, menstruating people? Well, I'm going to identify as menstruating today. Today, I am a minstrel. Wrong kind of minstrel. Anyway, that's the kind of sick, twisted mentality. Now, how much do you think the U.S. Department of Education will ask Congress to allocate for such a venture of giving free tampons to schools to hand out in the boys' bathrooms, the girls' bathrooms, the transgender bathrooms, in the name of equity. You see, in today's society, if you are a menstruating person, as they're calling them, not a girl, not a female, it is unfair to you to have to purchase 
feminine hygiene products because actual males don't have periods and therefore actual males don't have to spend the same amount of money on things that females have to spend their money on. You see the sick, twisted equity in outcome that they're seeking? Not equity in opportunity, equity in outcome. I'm surprised that the Democrats, the liberals, the progressives, the wokes out there have not somehow found a way to mandate that males somehow suffer the cramps and the pain and the mess of menstrual cycles each month. After all, that's the only way to be fair. Make boys have periods, right? Wouldn't that make it fair and equitable? Require males to have periods and punish those who don't. What are you thinking? Electric shock into the abdomen, into the groin area for so many days a month to simulate the pain that a female, a true, actual female experiences with menstrual cramps? Perhaps some type of requirement that men undergo some sort of medical procedure to make them false menstruate each month? Why? They're already telling you you have to get a vaccine. That's a medical procedure. They're telling you you have to stick a needle in your body, not once, not twice, not even three times now, because what are we into? The third booster, second booster, the third booster? Even though science, the actual medical professionals out there, have scientific proof, evidence, that boosted people who do get COVID, and yes, you can get COVID after being vaccinated, vaccinated, boosted, boosted, boosted. You can still get the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019, 2020, 2021, and now 2022. I did one of my parody commercials a while back, and I was joking about the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2021, because by that time we were already into our third calendar year, 2019, 2020, and then 2021, of this joke flu, this China virus. And I said, it probably will go on into 2022, and I said it jokingly. I laughed about it. But now here we are, well into the second half of the year 2022. Joe Biden is the president, something else I'm still laughing at, really should be crying about. Joe Biden has presided over more COVID deaths, three times more than Mr. Trump presided over during his presidency. The Wuhan China novel coronavirus was discovered in the United States at the end of December 2019, thus the name Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019. So around the middle of the month, let's say the 19th or 20th of the month of December 2019, Mr. Trump had to deal with his first instance of the China virus. Remember that. It's very important. Because a year later, in December of 2021, 12 months of dealing with COVID and then one month into January 21st when Trump left office of 2021 
He, Donald Trump, had presided over 220,000, supposedly, COVID deaths. And back then, as I've said in the past, if you got killed on a motorcycle, burned up in a fire, had a heart attack, a diabetic coma and died, if you died of old age, if you had a stroke, if you were sawed in half in a fish factory, you were murdered, and the coroner did an autopsy on you and found one little COVID cell in your system, you were then considered a COVID death. Since Joe Biden took office, they changed the rules of identifying COVID deaths. Now you have to die of COVID, from COVID. COVID has to be the cause of your death. And Joe Biden has now presided over close to 1 million COVID deaths. The country has seen over a million COVID deaths, subtract 220,000 attributed to Trump, and the rest, the 900,000 or so that have now fallen under Joe Biden's administration as president. You don't see him resigning. You don't see Biden taking his own advice. Any president who presides over 220,000 deaths should not remain in office. Those were Biden's words. Yet here he is, coming close to a million on his own watch, and he refuses to resign. Anyway, have your kids line up for those free tampons in schools this coming fall year. And if you're still using them yourself, ladies, or your wife, your girlfriend, your daughter, your significant other, maybe every day you can, kids can come home with a pack of them for you. It's all the time I have for this edition of the Truth Hurts program from behind the front seat steering wheel of the old F-250. Go out there and make it a great day, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. We apologize if you were offended, but we retract nothing. Thank you.